Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Nintendo! I'm Jose Otero, and this is IGN's Nintendo Show. Joining me this week are Brian Altano, Per Schneider, Guten Tag. and Zach Ryan. What's up? So, <laughs> coming up on Nintendo Voice Chat, this is our year in review show for Nintendo. 2016 was can be described as an awkward year, but we're going to be talking about software, we're going to be talking about hardware, we're going to be talking about Nintendo's mobile, how they expanded the brand, and this all-in experiment they had for E3, which you're mm. probably tired of hearing about, but we should talk about. But it seems like the consistent message for 2016 was... We're not ready to talk about NX yet. Of right. course, NX being the code name for what we now know as Nintendo Switch. Sure. Let's start this discussion on software. This was sort of a, a strange year because you had games like Fire Emblem Fates at the early part of the year, which were really smart. But then you had games like Metroid Prime Federation Force, which were not as smart, unfortunately. When you, so let's look at it. When well, you're talking software in, in 2016, I just want like a smash cut to just like a lone tumbleweed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, no, that's not true. Yeah. 3DS still had a bunch of really good titles. It was an it, awesome right? year for like 3DS. Like Fire Emblem was good. Yeah. We had even like smaller games like Picross were really good. But I would say for Wii U, it was not the best of times and the worst of times. Like they, the even the great games were, you know, like Twilight Princess were a re-release yeah. mm-hmm. and then games like Paper Mario Star Fox were good but they all came with a little asterisk it's like it's good but it's not what you wanted right sure. like each one of those games on the Wii U felt like a, a slow year and off year there was no like new Zelda new, no new Mario no new big title to write yeah you. whereas 3DS had fun experiments like yes. Box Box yeah. Boy or uh, you liked Phoenix Wright Spirit of Justice that's yeah. not an experiment but, but Pokemon, uh, Pocket, no, Pocket Card Jockey Pocket Card Jockey Pocket like, Card Jockey was Picross 3D, Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix, which yep. was a game Ooh. I didn't think would come out here and was one of yeah. my favorites. It's, yeah. sh- it's sad that Wii U didn't have those. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. I mean, you. I think a few years ago, we sort of realized what the Wii U was going to become. I, I you, you kind of understood, like, this is not going to take over the sales charts. This is not going to dominate. This is not going to be the best Nintendo console ever made. But it's going to have some hits consistently. And I think this was a year where it was sort of just like... 
oh man, they really are focusing on the next thing. They're not being abrupt about it and not being vocal about it, but they're very clearly like, well, you get a Zelda port, you get a pretty safe Paper Mario, and you get this kind of mm-hmm. all over the place Star Fox, which some people like more than others. I wasn't, sure. I wasn't really crazy about. That but, was all right. Yeah. I think it's like I, I'm, I'm at the point now where my Wii U will always be a system that sits next to the other systems. You know, it would if it was the only system you own this year, Man, it was a bummer. Yeah. No, well, yeah, it depended definitely on what you were looking for, but you did have like Tokyo Mirage Sessions, yeah. which was a solid was a JRPG yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, you had Star Fox Guard, which was a more clever, I think, game than Star Fox Zero ended up mm-hmm. wanting to be. Um, you had also Pokken Tournament, which was part of this. That's one success story definitely to talk about was that Pokemon's 20th in 2016 was a really good thing. It yeah. was very well executed for the yeah. most part. I mean, you had a pair of virtual console releases. By the way, the only two Game Boy games released on virtual console on 3DS in 2016 were those two? Were Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. You know who felt that sting the most? This is me. I bought yeah. <laughs> every Game Boy game to come to 3DS because they were like $2.99 each. Yeah. And I love having just like this virtual console library of Game Boy games. I'm like, I'm on an airplane and I have like a huge library of Game Boy games and they just stopped coming. Same with the NES games. Like it yeah, was just, I don't think there was a single NES game released on 3DS Virtual Console, but meanwhile, when you look over at Wii U, funny thing that happened was, yeah, you weren't getting a lot of boxed retail big games. You ended up getting over 50 Virtual Console games. Like, this is all just basic, like, Wikipedia scrapes, so we're still, like, sort of sifting through the data, but I think the final number was 54. Yeah, um, and Pokemon some of them were, were just re- launched today. Yeah, like, just launched today. No kidding. Yeah. So if you wanted the, the older games that you knew, you definitely got those on Wii U, but you didn't get a lot of new games, mm-hmm. which was the was sort of the thing. Yeah, and, and even VC, like, I feel like this this year was so odd because, like, you know, a year ago we got games like Mario Kart that were high quality and basically said, you know what, second screen, we realize that it's not the big advantage, right? Like, right. let's move away from it. Smash Brothers, these games moved away from using that screen. And then this this last year was, 2016 was all about, like, well, let's cram in a couple second screen features with Paper Mario. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and with Star Fox, and I thought for both franchises, that was actually the weak part. Yeah. And then Virtual console was all over the place, as you said. Two Game Boy games, and then it was all Super NES, basically, right? On on 3DS, on Wii U, you had like Zero Mission, you had uh, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, you had, uh, I mean, the the Drill Dozer, which is one of my favorite Game Freak games like ever made, showed up this year. I mean, there's plenty of stuff that I didn't play that's on this list. But if you looked at like just pattern and you're trying to figure out what was Nintendo's strategy with Virtual Console, like I I can't come up with one other than let's hold back NES games because we got the NES Classic coming or something like that. Yeah, at least that's at least that's the situation on 3DS. On, on, uh, on Wii U, there were actually a, a lot of NES games put out there. Uh, Adventures of Bayou Billy, Dig Dug 2, but that's getting too into the weeds. I think you are right, though, that you did see sort of this retreat from that second screen yep. and what it can do, even though they pegged everything on Star Fox yep. because they announced Star Fox when they still, I mean, for a lack of a better way to say it, they announced when they it when still, they cared, yeah, when, when they, they still were, really were trying it. to yeah. rally and support that system. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being what it was. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the things Nintendo did this year were sort of like halfway there. You know, and maybe mm-hmm. they're growing, maybe they're building. Um, Pokemon being the exception, because I really think that like the way that all came together yeah. was sort of this magical synergistic zeitgeist of, of I've, I've never seen 
seen this many people so exceptionally triumphant about a franchise at once. Um, we didn't really hear a lot about the 3DS, and then, then the Pokemon games came to the 3DS and shattered records for yeah. that franchise, yeah. which mm-hmm. is like, they're kind of quiet, and all of a sudden they're like, here we are. Remember us? We're killing it. We're uh, awesome we with were, this. We were here when that uh, Direct came on that, that they announced that they were bringing the original Pokemon games to 3DS, and I remember there was a handful of people in the office that were just losing their yeah. minds. Yeah. Screaming totally and playing. crying. Yeah, and, yeah. Red, blue, and yellow on, on 3DS. Yeah. yeah, and other games on 3DS, definitely worth mentioning. Kirby Planet Robobot, probably Brian's my favorite. favorite game of the year. Yeah, that That's was true. my favorite Kirby game, I think ever. Like I, I it's think such I a great game. It's awesome. such a great game. I Another really one. love Robobot. Yeah, you had uh, Dragon Quest Seven finally also came good. out here. That was yep. from 2013, I yep. believe, in Japan. It was when mm-hmm. they got that game. That thing finally Dragon made its way here. Coming next year. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Mega Man Legacy Collection showed up. Although Legacy you have all the Mega yeah, Man's that, by then, but this was worth and this it, right? Is, this is the. I, I feel like it's the third time that they've packaged these Mega Man games together in a in a collection and put it out. Um, but this Legacy Collection went above and beyond. Like it's yeah. a really really great collection of Mega oh, Man games. It's awesome. And I was kind of surprised. And I'm sure we'll get to this later. But I was really surprised that only Mega Man 2 was on the NES Classic. Yeah. And maybe it's in part because of this Legacy Collection. Probably. That just yeah. Out. And Capcom, like, yeah. looking at that. No, but uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon, which we haven't talked about, but we've said a lot of things about. Um, there was another one on here that I did want to throw attention to, and I just lost my place. Oh, Mario Maker for 3DS. Oh, yeah. Which oh, yeah. Been this, That's here, a caveat here comes game. the, the yeah. caveat games, right? <laughs> the ones that you were like, man, when Mario Maker got announced, there were some folks who were like, I absolutely want this on 3DS. Mm-hmm. Why don't I have it? Well, you got one that was a good port in terms of making stages, but it wasn't in terms of sharing, sharing stages. stages yeah. And that was the that mm-hmm. was sort of the the mess up on that game, or, like or, the mistake. Or in really kind of selling you on what's unique about the 3DS and like, you know, whereas Smash Brothers, which came out at the same time, had kind of like a nod to the fact that it that was on a handheld system with like some unique elements in it and then replicated the experience to a T. Um, this was more kind of like the light edition yeah. that came out later. And then yeah. that was a bummer. It it's it's a filler. Yeah, right? yeah, and I think we're going to see the same thing with Yoshi's Woolly World, which is sort of like a kind of drag and drop game. If they're taking something from the Wii U and putting it somewhere where people haven't played it or will play more of it, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting because I'm wondering how that's going to like sort of work into their strategy of we're seeing a lot of ports being announced or rumored for the Switch. Um, if they're double dipping on 3DS already, uh, how have, much of the value is going right. to be there for Mario? Well, so far, Mario the ones Maker. we know about though are games that aren't on 3DS, right? Yeah. Like the Mario Kart 8 port sounds yep. to be like, or at least seems to be a Wii U game and not being mm-hmm. put on 3DS. Same thing with uh, Splatoon. Splatoon's yeah. not a 3DS game. But I think, I think something like Mario Maker, had they just like kind of stepped away from the 3DS entirely and brought it back for the, the Wii Switch. U. Or, or the Switch, Switch yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think there would have been like this whole sort of... Sure. Um, well, it's like, Jose was just mentioning Mario Kart, but in that we uh, Now you got me doing it. In the Switch reveal trailer... Uh, <laughs> We saw Mario we Kart, <laughs> and, but we saw it with variations, right? So it looks like maybe it's like Mario Kart 8 Plus yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And that's the kind of iterative thing that I'd like to see with something like a Mario Maker. Yeah. It doesn't yep. necessarily need to be an entirely new game, mm-hmm. but give me Mario Maker on the Switch with four or five absolutely necessary upgrades to it, and I'm more than willing to pay full price to play right, that But again. instead we got Mario yeah. Maker Minus. Yes, you know, exactly. Yeah. Like, which is, I, it's taking a, sure, it's sure, taking sure. a game sure. stripping away but people. I wouldn't, call it, I wouldn't call it minus i would say lesser than or equal to <laughs> <laughs> okay okay, okay. Yeah. All right. I, I hope so um, just, i hope some time elapses now though between you know this release and then mario maker on yeah. the switch i feel I, like I agree. one big 
thing they have to do now with Switch is tell people that it's not a 3DS, it's not a well, Wii U, and so thing. already we're seeing kind of upgraded ports. I think that's a little yeah, worrisome. I think we're, we're, we're definitely it. veering away from 2016, yeah. so I do want yeah. to drive you guys back. You can finish I, that I, point, yeah, though. I, I, I yeah. just wanted to say that I think that that means that we'll see uh, Mario Maker 2, and we'll see Yoshi's Woolly World 2, or whatever the next Yoshi's will be on Switch, as opposed to a, yeah. a juiced-up yeah. port. Or Zelda Maker. Yeah, but, oh, th- but then finally, Please. like to, to kind of finish off that point about Virtual Console and 3DS suffering, like it wasn't just that those, you know, Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue, and Yellow, by the way, were the only three games that you can get on every 3DS. Right. Everything else, at least that I've been able to track, was a Super Nintendo game, and the only place you got that game for 3DS Virtual Console was new, was new Nintendo 3DS. Yeah. Right. And that's strange choice um, well, I'm just think saying hey this is where we put these now. if you look at the times that they really celebrated and eventized a virtual console thing you look at the, the 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 nes classic mini and you look at the pokemon games when they launched there was a big sort of like fanfare about that oh, yeah. they really just sort of like owned the fact that this is a big triumph in retro gaming you grew up with this you'll love it half of the other times you find out about these games is you get an email from nintendo on thursday morning and at the bottom in a little whimper it's like oh and also balloon fight and yeah, then you just go on with your day. I think, like, if they really... Not excited to play Balloon Fight. No, no one is. <laughs> but I think if they really leaned into the fact that, like, there is a great sort of nostalgia for these things, and they made events out of them, people would look forward to well, them. Well, they did with, with uh, we're going to get to it, but NES Classic yeah, is exactly sure. what you're talking about. Yeah, for exa- two, that, for that's exactly it. And I think that, idea, like, what's the idea that maybe they saved a lot of that retro reverie for the NES Classic? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, yeah. Pokemon was, was packaged into the Pokemon 20th anniversary celebration, right? They wanted to make a big year-long event out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think they were very successful in that. But then we also get, regardless of the yeah. releases that, that you're talking about on Super Nintendo, you get a game like Earthbound, which is one of the greatest RPGs ever made, coming to Virtual Console this year and was on relatively... 3DS. Yeah, on yeah. 3DS. Yeah. It was relatively, like, less celebrated, you know? It was like, yeah. oh, also, we're throwing in Earthbound in there, well, so... You know, like, I like we just worked PSX, and the way Sony handled sort of franchises like Crash Bandicoot Parappa. and Parappa, yeah. big, huge things. They've got characters walking around the show floor. Obviously, Nintendo doesn't have its own convention, but even, like, Windjammers got a, uh, got a part of it, and, like, yeah, that's, that's a retro right, game. Yeah. I think sure, Nintendo has sure. infinitely better retro games than Windjammers mm-hmm. for the most Absolutely. part. Absolutely, but I do think that the situation of... 3DS Virtual Console drying up. I don't know if it was a symptom of the NES Classic. Like mm-hmm. I see you it as more. So? I see it as more of. It may have been the games worth releasing. We've done. I mean, think yeah. about it for a second. This system has been out for five plus True. years I know. now. Yeah. Like, at what point do you do you? And, do I don't you know. Run but look, out of licenses. Again, look at the 3DS releases, though. You have a list that is like you have one page of Super NES releases, and like yeah. I'm not complaining about getting like some of these great games, right? Like Final no, I'm, Fight. I'm only talking about the NES part of this. I'm not but, talking about but, the wider. But what I, you're talking I do about, feel I like it's. Cons- Conspicuously absent. Like yeah. I can, we can find more NES games to release sure. if they wanted to take but a more balanced good? approach. Are pe- do people care? Like not everyone cares about some of those. And maybe we're <laughs> we're getting into the weeds on this one. But I feel like if they did run out, that's fine. Or if you're throwing that attention towards getting Virtual Console right on Switch, that sounds like a more believable reason to me than we didn't know what to do. I mean, I think even like having like one or two new virtual console games a week across all of their platforms and making a big celebration out of them, like cutting their own trailers for them, putting hey, them on the YouTube Hey, it's Urban page. Champion again. Or bringing yeah. back the original commercials. <laughs> yeah, yeah totally. that'd be awesome. Like do yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 It, it yeah, definitely totally. was an afterthought. And maybe yeah. maybe the, sell, the sales on the virtual console games weren't that good anymore, so it didn't warrant that much of a push. And, you know, we sure. should be thankful that we still got those games. Yeah. Yeah. And also, yeah. I mean... 
regardless of what the virtual console space looked like, it was such a strong year for the 3DS. Maybe they yeah. didn't necessarily need to devote so much time mm-hmm. to yeah, virtual yeah, console yeah, releases totally. this year. So just to round out software, because we got to move on to hardware, uh, DLC-wise, we started the year off with Corn and Bayonetta DLC and Smash Brothers, and that's yep. strong to me, right? You're oh, wow. finishing off I can't with, believe that was this year. Yeah, yeah. that was <laughs> this year. Like that was ago, yeah. February of this year. You got that for Wii U and 3DS. And those Amigo got, uh, are great. Yeah, uh, well, they haven't put those I out know. yet. I <laughs> I see what you did there. Still no sign of Corn. Yeah, the watch started from that moment. We're not win or uh, I cannot believe that that's not done yet. That's I, I, I will when they announce the switch port God. and they show you both figures. I mean, that's we know right. the Bayonetta one's getting made. Someone yeah, from yeah, yeah. we've seen pictures of it. Right? It yeah. takes a very long time to make a little plastic. Yeah. That's or, true. Or you want to whittle it down that. from an even bigger plastic? It has so much hair. So you got to promote <laughs> it with a game. Uh, so Fire Emblem <laughs> Fates uh, had additional campaigns that you can download, and there were battle maps, whether you cared or not. Super Mario Maker continued to get support, and you had uh, a Super Expert mode added to the Hundred Mario Challenge. You had Thwomps and skewers and keys and all kinds of stuff in March, um, and then from there you had an Animal Crossing update that no one expected. Yeah, that, that was pulled so some cool. folks yeah, back nice in, surprise. like yeah. hardcore, and others not as much. Like if you pair, you definitely didn't like it because you you moved well, on. I didn't like oh, it. Oh, you totally did not like it. Oh, We've gone like, through this. <laughs> I was thankful for a free update, but I'm like. I don't know. I need see. I need. I need a reason for everything. I need to understand the universe, and like it just didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like if a mobile game had come out at the same time, I'm like ah, and that's maybe what they wanted. Course. But when we <laughs> get to mobile, things uh-huh. uh, definitely went but, differently. So, but you brought. I mean, DLC wise, like Fire Emblem Fates was such an interesting game to me in that they released three campaigns basically at the same time. Like I would have expected something like Conquest to follow six months in. Like mm-hmm. when we're all done with the two big sure. campaigns, it's not mm-hmm. like there wasn't enough Fire Emblem to play, but instead right. they're just like like Take they it put all. it all out at once which was uh which is pretty crazy you know yeah. i wonder if that was a matter of them wanting to move that team onto something else immediately and the yeah. audience was sort of Fire just like switch yeah oh yeah see that like how that's, excited that's would we have how excited game. would we have been if like in later in the summer you would have gotten a third campaign to fire Emblem? sure, sure. Right? that would have yeah. been really awesome mm-hmm. yeah that would have been a really smart move yeah yeah um not that this didn't work out though right no, because no. It definitely was a lot to play so then let's transition over to hardware uh let's do it so we had amiibo we had a shovel knight amiibo uh, oh. come out at the beginning of the year that was this year we had a, a, a new splatoon wave a kirby wave a super mario second wave of the Super Mario series, sorry, and a 30th anniversary Zelda line, which yeah, eventually which came awesome. to the forefront. There was a Breath of the Wild set announced, but that game's not out, so we don't have that, yep. and we're sad. Um, but Amiibo continued to, to move forward and continue to be presented as part of the Nintendo software experience, despite them not finding the best ways to utilize them yet, because that's something we've debated constantly on this show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I bought a few Amiibo this year. I haven't scanned an Amiibo since last year. Yeah. I don't think yeah. There's been a reason to. Just um, Animal Crossing. Yeah, I think that was Just it, actually. Update, yeah. That was it. Mm-hmm. I think I scanned the Zelda one once to see if it, it, it would have got, and it, it was. When I told you that that wolf will move into your town, your eyes lit up. I'm, I'm very happy about that, that wolf living in my town. <laughs> I scanned a few in Picross. Oh, that's right. You yeah. can do that. Oh, I did too. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Good that's point. Cool. Um, so now we have more hardware or hardware shortages and hardware uh, supply Ooh, constraints. Maybe. So first yeah, big it was one. Hard first, to find the Wii U. First big miss. <laughs> it was not Wii U. Craigslist. It was uh, Pokemon <laughs> Go Plus, which was initially delayed outside of when it was supposed to be announced, yep. and that delay made it sound like we needed to put uh, we need to get the software right. So that's yep. not there. And by the way, Pokemon Go for everything that it was was great about it was a a uh, 
sort of an on fire app when you got it because it was barely like sort of holding together from not just users but <laughs> from like construction and how it was made. Um, but Pokemon Go Plus shortages were a problem. Then actually, let's Where's let's yours? finish that point. Uh, oh, it's in my pocket nice. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I usually right. have one on me. You have yours on you, know. Yeah. No, uh-uh. but I noticed Jose was wearing one yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, to me, was an example of mismanagement of the development schedule. Like, mm. if that had come out on day one at a decent supply, and like, don't get me that you couldn't predict that lots of people would play Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, this is the first Pokemon Go, po- Pokemon game on mobile. You knew that was going to no get a lot you, of people. I, mean, could you, I was no going to say, could you have predicted no, that it would be that not. big a success? No. That was a runaway success. It, it was a monster but i would have pegged it to be as big as super mario run or something like that sure. and like the fact that that plus was not there at launch was it, it's gotta be one of the biggest mistakes in nintendo's hardware history. but here it is even if it wasn't at launch when you did release it in september um maybe have enough and i think that's the thing that yeah. we're going to get into with the next uh piece of hardware that was announced the nes classic which <sighs> was i mean when was the last time a product like this got announced whether it was atari sega genesis what have you that so many people on the internet we lit up and went nuts over the idea yeah. of having that thing <laughs> that was the nes classic uh, edition different. and then that came out and we find out that you know jokingly 15 were made yeah uh, for the whole yeah, country what was the number that they ended up shipping it was like it was 190,000 yeah. or something um, so hold on that came out but before that you couldn't pre-order it nope. you couldn't buy it anywhere you couldn't like there was no there was not there was no anything for that and, and I, pokemon go suffered from go plus suffered from a similar pre-order yeah. where and when and how can i get it yeah Sorry. but and then, then you gone. got them pretty quickly like go uh, with um with plus it, it there weren't that many though it, but it was like the same a couple, problem. A couple of weeks in, I had no problem finding a couple for my family. I still can't get an NES Classic. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been weeks, right? I had two. We had a day here at IGN where Amazon announced that they were doing pre-orders or, or you could actually buy it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't even pre-orders because I think it was out already. It just yeah, disappeared yeah, it was, so it fast. I missed it. And we Tuesday. all went and refreshed the page. It was like 10 of us sitting in the office at the same time. There's, the yeah. website crashed. Uh, Taiwanese spam bots bought them all or something insane like that. And then they was gone. There's and rarely been an event like that in the office yeah. where, it, I mean, it happens a lot where we're all watching the same thing or, or you know, t- like say any three press conference or something. But never have I seen <laughs> the office standing up and shouting across the room like, there might be five on Amazon. Get over there <laughs> yeah, on Amazon. Yeah, Look at Target.com. Yep. And Next none time, of us got one. me. None of Don't us got one. Office. You sit in the I office. I should have told you. You sit right there. You should have <laughs> quietly whispered it. I, I uh, tried. Uh, me, there, was, there was a week where Walmart was doing them every day at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Missed it every single time yeah, yep. or it didn't luck sure. out. I, they were going for $250 on eBay, insane yeah. amounts of money. Yeah. I randomly at like 7 o'clock in the morning, I'm always up early and so is Andrew Goldfarb. I got a text from him and he's like, and NES Classics. He doesn't sleep. Yeah. He's like, they're on Amazon Prime now, right now, which is the service in select cities where they'll deliver to you Yeah, in like I got one hours. from my sister that way. You yeah. go, did you No, so one? I got one. Okay. And I ended up bringing it home for Christmas and plugging in my TV and playing with my brothers who don't play video games yeah. and they completely reconnected with Nintendo. They, they stayed up all night like drinking and playing Punch-Out and playing Mario and Zelda yeah. and it's like that is what they need. Like that should have been everywhere. That should have been on every end cap and every yeah. Target and Walgreens and Walmart. And sure. they, I think they missed it. So here's what bugs me the most. Um, the pre-order thing was definitely part of it. I completely agree that that was an issue. I think what bothers me is that let's say in the hypothetical world Nintendo lives in, they had their order situation figured out before they, they basically fired off, hey, we're making this. Oh, yeah. that and has it's to coming be the out case. In September. Yeah. Okay, that, that's yeah. the case with the manufacturer. 
if you based on your metrics you thought this was enough and then you hit you hit fire on that press release it went out the entire internet lit up saying we want one and i don't think anyone at nintendo said change the order increase the number we right. need to now get a meet second this round demand in, yeah. and get more production well, out totally. of this we don't know that though we they may have been at capacity and like maybe they have you know like they have certain suppliers like foxconn like where they manufacture or these maybe devices they're, they're developing switch and which is another have, thing that they're and, trying to get out the door yeah and they're cranking out switch components and all that and remember they gotta they gotta make machines and add-ons and everything right and they just couldn't raise the order but like if it's it's a bad excuse. Like there is a way to get ahead of that to find another manufacturer to find another partner yeah, and, that, and that, manufacture and that's my enough. Overall point. And they didn't. Mm. You're absolutely right. They didn't move on that. And it was rarely is it this apparent. Like Tickle Me Elmo is like the great example of a toy that is so popular that people go nuts getting it for Christmas. NES Classic was approaching that, and it yeah. was very apparent. Yeah. But it's interesting yeah. to me only because I've never seen excitement around a retro device like this. Yeah. I've never. Yeah. I, I mean, have you? Tamago- like, has anyone here? Tamagotchi. Like the the kind of like that was a very simple video game device I that just, everybody wanted, right? Yeah, and I say that only because I think it was easy to underestimate. But once you saw the reaction, that's when it was your time to act and try to make this happen. Right. This is this is going to anger a lot of people probably, but I think that in an age when Nintendo is looking for their footing with gamers again, that. Planned scarcity in small amounts is probably not a bad idea. Like, no, or all press is good press. And the idea that, that gaming websites are plastering headlines that say, like, nobody can find a super or an NES classic. It's sold out everywhere because it's so great. I mean, that's not a bad idea. It's, it's not bad press to it's, have. It's a good idea when you sold 2 million units. Yes, but, I was like, about to say. But yeah. you sold over 100,000, and that thing would have gone over yeah. a million but, easily. But right? here's the thing like, the, the uh, sort of what's getting passed around is common knowledge that people will then lose interest and not buy this thing, I think is complete like manure. Like, I'm sorry. That didn't uh, happen our, very own, yeah. our very I own CJ Gibson is still every, going to a yeah, store every morning to try and find Everyone who was upset they couldn't find it is still going to every website, maybe not every day, but in their off chance. We were doing this with Amiibo a year ago yeah. where we were like, where can you get it? When can you get it? We were texting each other in the middle of the night trying to find some of this stuff. <laughs> Regrettably, I feel, I feel silly now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, at the time, that it's, it's just like oh, you, you still want to have it because we, how many Because times. we learned from our mistakes? We didn't. Because they didn't. Mm. No. Like, that's my thing. Like, six months later, they tweeted out, like, oh, we're going to make these easier to get. No, but, but the idea easier. that people are, oh, well, I gave up. I'm not buying this. I don't think that's necessarily I, I, true. I did so, until Goldfarb was like, here's this thing. So hold my on. friend made me a Raspberry Pi, and I'm like, well, that'll work. So I think I think for us, for people who really love the nostalgia and want to kind of reclaim this piece from our childhood in mini form, that's when so we ourselves were mini, um, <laughs> I think we were, we were okay to go back in March and say, like, oh, finally I can get this game. But I do think, like, the family angle is broken. Right. Like yeah, people that, who wanted it for kids because they heard this is the hot toy sure. for Christmas may not but buy when it family in January walks in or in Target, You can't tell me that there's not a chance they don't end up buying it when they find it. When they go, oh, there it is. Okay. No, no, we're no, no, get I'm not saying that at all, but there is a, you can derail a product By the way, like I'm that. not saying this is right. It, I think this was a huge miss in 2016. This is one of the biggest things that was a way to reconnect with gamers. There was a way to expand that brand and sort of get people's attention yeah. again and they missed it. And there's yeah. one additional factor and that's Nintendo has new hardware coming out in March. Yeah. And the last thing it wants 
want is for people to go into Target and go like, maybe I'll get the cheaper Nintendo. They right. don't want that. That like the fourth quarter of the year was the time to shine for the NES Classic, and it totally and utterly botched well, that and, launch. And I will say this didn't actually, in in my opinion, it didn't really sort of like revitalize. I mean, I've always had an adoration and excitement for Nintendo, but it didn't really revitalize that in the same way. What it reminded me of, and what me it still instilled fear in me is that in March when the Switch comes yeah. out, I won't be able to get one. Well, but the experience yeah. was this, with this was so difficult that I'm like, maybe between Amiibo and this, like they just don't know how to ship a product. I and mean, I have it, to happened with, it happened with the Wii. I yeah. mean, the Wii launched. Yeah. I mean, I, we were, were already hearing reports that, that Nintendo is is putting out statements saying like, hey, we don't two know. Two million yeah, fiscal year. Yeah, two we, million in the fiscal year. So yeah. that's... We was, was a monster. Global. We we was a monster, yeah. and like I, I don't. Global? Yeah, like I worldwide, that was worldwide. just in the states. No, no, so, no. Yeah. no. That but, is worldwide. Two million. That's but not great. Use, but we see, use, for it, example, it, not hard to get. Right. No. Like, but also, and we've talked about this before. It depends on when, and we're going to get to that later in the sure, show. Sure. Like when will this thing get launched? But we can't fit. We can't end the hardware discussion without talking about the most important. The the elephant that was in the room the entire year finally came forward, which was the Nintendo Code Name 2DS is now called Nintendo. Nintendo Switch, yep. and that was a, a, a big moment for them, one that we're going to be talking about for a while for a couple of reasons. I mean, one, because it generated a ton of excitement. I mean, I think yeah. to date, 21 million views on YouTube yeah. just on the North American trailer alone. <laughs> See, that's the thing that I Two still... Two million systems worldwide. <laughs> that's, the thing, that's the thing that I still love about Nintendo is that they're sort of like the, the radio head of the games industry. You know, they, they don't like have that. to tell people what they're working on. They don't have to tell people when they're going to hear about it. They can contact the entire games press the day before and say, by the way, that system that you've been asking about for a year and a half, we're going to show you tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like, well, okay. I and it's hard it's, as hell to get tickets unless yeah. you go on Craigslist. But, but it's, 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 it's nostalgia, right? It's right. like with Marvel, if Marvel has a bad movie, like let's say somebody makes a bad Spider-Man movie, the next movie if hypothetically yeah. <laughs> say hypothetically but then the next movie can still clean up right like sure. these franchises we that that Nintendo has published over the years we love them and even when there's a a bad metroid game for the 3DS we're all going to be back for the you. next one and sure. with switch I mean, they came out. The reveal trailer was really well done. The system in it looked good. They had a couple of like nuggets of, oh my god, is that a new is Mario a new game? game? Is right? That a new like, Mario hey, yeah. Zelda is gonna run on the small screen. That's pretty freaking cool. Is that like Skyrim. I, what? I, I, <laughs> I thought they played this exactly right. I liked the way they did it. Oh, you we, know, we called Jose, it. Jose actually predicted. It. He said they're gonna do something smaller in December, and then they're gonna follow up with like bigger details next year. And like that's exactly what they're doing. And I think it worked wonderfully well. Yeah. yeah no. I, I, my only problem with it is that the gap between when they showed it and when they finally have something to say about it I think could undo some of that goodwill especially if the things they have to say are not great yep. now we can't call that because obviously it's next week when we're going to talk about that later uh, but I hope that in getting that one part of your message right the, the follow through is going to be equally as strong you're going to answer all the questions and people are going to leave saying yes this is a cool thing or this is a dud which is it's one or the other there's no in between with this yeah. thing like that's just it so I think the the you know never underestimate the factor of seeing something on a small display right yeah. like yeah, we you put something it, on right? a giant screen it's going to get blurrier and blown out you put something on a tight little display it's going to look good and I think that's going to be the message from journalists and people who get to try this thing finally they're like oh it looked really cool on the screen but when I held it it felt like a really high quality device like something 
thing you'd expect from Apple. Mm-hmm. Mark my words, it's going to happen. Yeah. And then everybody says, you know how great Zelda looks on that screen. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's going to be the takeaway, and I think it's going to create a lot of excitement. Yeah. And then we don't know what games will be there, right? Like if we get to play a Mario game and everybody's going to be enamored with it. Like I mean, even if take Galaxy, <sighs> Galaxy One, put it on a small screen like that, it's going to look like yeah. a million yeah. bucks. Mm-hmm. If Jose goes to New York next week and gets to play a brand new 3D Mario game and I'm not there, I'm going to be very, very angry. That's a warning. <laughs> I'm going to be very angry. <laughs> if you don't I have a feeling that a week happen. after that event, uh, know that Zach hid the body. Yeah. Um, so, um, <laughs> Welcome to NBC. I'm your host. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, all right. So uh, I'm ready to move forward to mobile if you guys are. Is there anything sure. left to sort of go with there? Mobile, like the Nintendo all Switch. Right. So let's talk about Nintendo Mobile because this was the first year that we saw um, what Nintendo set up the year before in yeah, terms yep. of the deal with DNA and we're making mobile games, we're going to put uh, out smartphone product and uh, coincidentally, Pokemon Company said, me too, because they had a, a little app that won't stop printing money uh, in 2016, hmm. but it kicked off with Mitomo. So first of all, t- before I even kick off of what it was about, this all felt like, and you and I were talking about this about lunch at uh, lunch the other day, experiments. Mm-hmm. Each game had its own experiment. Yep. Mitomo, free to, well, it's not a game, but free-to-play social network that was polished, charming, unfortunately not the most interesting social network in the world. It didn't last, um, yeah. Or, or yeah. an interesting hook to it mm-hmm. that made you want to keep coming back, but still something that, okay, here's a free-to-play thing. Here is like $80 microtransactions embedded in there that you can find if you're a whale and you want to go for that stuff. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to stop you. Um, then in July, you saw Pokemon Go, which wasn't part of Nintendo's smartphone plan, which used to be five games, which completely took the world by storm with zero marketing dollars pretty much behind it, like or not a ton well, of marketing they, money they behind it. Yeah. They spent some, but they didn't that commercial spend that much. Didn't come cheap. Yeah, but uh, or the Super Bowl airtime didn't come mm-hmm. cheap. But if you look at you know Nintendo's last quarter financials, 115 million was made. That was Nintendo's of, cut. Yeah, that yeah. was that Nintendo's Pokemon cut. company. Yeah, right? sorry, we just like, we just had a moment there. Um, I'm getting the Super Mario run, but I mean, then we had Mario run, a $10 quality top Nintendo IP that cost more than anything they put out or (laughs) most things on the app store, but had the biggest marketing push from Apple I've ever seen. Yeah. Which I had a few problems with this game. The always online stuff, the like sort of lack of levels. This game went on to be my favorite mobile game ever made. I wow. have probably put really? 17 hours into this game. Uh, I yeah. don't know what I, happened. It just kind of clicked at some point. I love Super Mario Run. Me too. Like, Me too. I really, and I'm not a guy, I don't play mobile games. Yeah. I've, I've spent $20 on Final Fantasy IX on mobile thinking like this will be the game that gets me to, to really take gaming seriously on mobile and just Doesn't it never it. sticks and I've played like not ne- not necessarily 17 hours but I've played a ton of Mario mm-hmm. Run and it is so so great yeah I'm, I'm going for every coin I'm playing Toad Rally to unlock all the stuff in the Mushroom Kingdom that I don't need because yeah. there's that sort of collectible aspect to it yeah. I think I have like almost 8,000 coins in Toad Rally <laughs> like it's insane that's really scary um, yeah. I thought that the, the connectivity between that and um my nintendo was pretty smart mm-hmm. uh just like getting little unlocks and stuff sure. um something interesting happened about this game i went to play new super mario brothers 2 the other day on my 3ds because i had it and my uh, i was flying and super mario run doesn't work on airplanes sure unless uh, you pay for the wi-fi, pay for wifi yeah, which and is not a good thing to do that game has a mode called coin rush which yeah. is very similar to toad, toad rally. rally and i went to play it and i was like this is really slow, and Mario doesn't climb up on the ledges like he should. Uh, yeah. It's just not as fast as I want it to be. And huh. I was like, did Mario run 
break 2D Retroactively Mario for me? Like, <laughs> what? That's a pro- that's going to be a big problem. If I go to play the next 2D Mario game and I'm like, this doesn't feel as good as Mario Run, then I think they did something special here and also a little crazy. Yeah. But um, I'm hooked on this game. I love it. I think the, the price tag's a problem for people because you're not going to see the same sort of longevity that you do on other mobile games. Like Clash of Clans, uh, King- all those games, they make a million dollars a day, right? Oh, Clash of Clan yeah. Kingdoms? Clash of Clan Kingdoms. Um, but this game, it's a $10 buy and that's head. it. I'm sorry. I don't know how to recover from that. There's no, no other way to Clash give this game Royale. money. Clash Royale is one of my favorite mobile games this year and I, I agree with you. Like In terms of my experience with mobile is similar to yours. I always have high hopes for mobile, but I rarely find games that hold me for very long. Yeah. I was very surprised and then smitten by how Mario Run kind of was able to occupy a lot of my time. I do think the the always online thing was a mistake. Yeah, I still yeah. feel like it was definitely something that needs to get patched out or changed over time. Yeah. Just like you're going to see that $10 eventually come down. Yeah, I don't think yeah. Nintendo's going to approach mobile and say it's $10 for life. Maybe when Mario Switch comes out, it goes down to 6 bucks. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it goes down to 7 bu- or something like that. See, I play a lot of mobile games actually uh-huh. and and you know, I I did I did really like Super Mario Run. I th- I thought it was really well done and I feel like this is a great franchise that coexists with classic Mario and it is it does feel it's stressful, man. Like yeah, when you yeah. miss a coin, you yeah. don't get the same kind of chance to go back. Obviously, nope. you can do the bubble, but you don't get that same chance to go back and do it perfectly like in the classic game. So it does it is a very different experience. But I found that also I found myself going back to other mobile games and playing them instead of Mario Run because sometimes I don't want that like full attention uh, rush. I want something that's a little bit more relaxing, a little bit more casual. Mm -hmm. And like, even though Nintendo tried to highlight that casualness with the single, the one-handed play, it is a pretty damn intense game and it's difficult if you want to get all the coins. This is the hardest Mario game ever made. It's it's kind of quiet because you can finish it in an hour yeah and you're yeah. like oh i beat the game no you didn't like if you go back and you get the extra coins also toad rally like it adds something that i've never really seen from this franchise before which is racing against people online all over the world like yeah. i'll see somebody with more to- toads than me and i'm like i gotta take that guy down um so having ghost races in a, in a 2d mario game is brilliant and it's a, i think there's a lot of great ideas here that i hope they they bring into their their next does yeah, it send you notifications no. So th- th- I just want to highlight that. I don't like, let anything say But no, but, but <laughs> when Nintendo launched on mobile, I feel like almost like, you know, DNA knows this stuff. And they probably said, hey, here's what you got to do on mobile. And right. I feel like Nintendo was was a little bit like they didn't fully embrace the platform to say a $10 model is going to piss off a lot of people the way it's done right like I'm a I'm, I'm a father of three kids when I buy a mobile game everybody gets to play it on their own phones because yeah. there's family sharing sure not with this game this because Mario, it's an yeah. unlock that you have to pay inside the game right, right. Uh, you have that so you have that high price point you have a weird notification structure that could it could be the most addictive thing ever if like a week after you played the first four levels it said now four new levels available yeah. and like yeah sure they could be a buck or whatever but like just to get the audience to come back and then finally the always on like the the need to be connected for no other reasons but drm sure i feel like those are three big mistakes um that i think after this game they're going to learn from them learn from it they're not going to replicate it for yeah. fire emblem or animal no crossing. definitely yeah. and i think that's oh, part yeah. of all the lessons that needed to be learned um and i do think i mean i think one thing that i would like to see them do with this game to maybe round out mobile is right now the conversation is ten dollars is too much yep. uh the free version is not enough um i got i, got I totally got my disagree. money back i, I completely I don't think it's too much yeah. i think ten dollars at once the way they played it is yeah. well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think um, that, that Content is there. It's the a good game. Thing, the craziest thing about this game to me is, is you know, we knew we were going to get a Mario Endless Runner. I don't think what I anticipated anyway was that how 
how much like Mario it would feel yeah, like. Yeah. And so for me, $10 for a full brand new Mario game, like I'm more than willing to. Oh, yeah. That. Especially yeah. one I have in my pocket everywhere. Yeah. Like I think that like we're, there's people are going to have a lot of problems with this game and they already do. And people, investors and business people are going to be looking at it for years. What went right, what went wrong. This game has nailed platforming on a touchscreen like no iOS yeah. or Android game ever has before. And you do it vertically and you do it with one well, hand. I, I think like, Rayman, it's debatable. I mean, there's yeah, Jetpack Joyride, yeah. there's Rayman. No, Jetpack Joyride's not a platformer, though. It's not. It's a it fly nailed the, But it definitely nailed the feel of a good jump, I think. Yeah. There was also, what was the first big hit on on uh, on iOS? Cannibalt yeah. is one of my yeah. favorite like Endless Runner ideas. But I hear what you're saying. Like, and I love of, Rayman Run, but I'll, yeah. like, I'll, be, I'll be completely honest. Like That game, about halfway through, starts introducing sort of like two or three button mechanics like punching and spinning and stuff like mm-hmm. that and it starts to get difficult and starts to lose it lose its way right. this game is completely focused in its control i, I, I agree with you i think the, it's really good good stuff but yeah. i don't mm-hmm. think mario runs yeah. done i don't think that 20 i think 2017 is going to surprise people because you're going to get first of all you're getting your android bump when that thing comes out on yeah. android it's already shown up on the shop as you can get a notification for this but i wonder if internally at nintendo there is the conversation of we made this big deal out of ten dollars one price you don't have to pay anymore why not throw some extra levels at it? Yeah, why not yeah, try and generate that buzz yeah, again? Absolutely. I would Maybe buy them not sell them. Maybe just put them out for free. What if they gave you an extra world and we're like, hey, this yeah. is part of a, you Honestly, know, that here's, seems, here's a push that seems a more in line. That seems oh. more in line with their messaging to just show up one day and say, guess what? Here's four more levels. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, people will yeah. get them world. first. I mean, there, there are lots of different models they can take, but you can see it in the in the ratings, right? Like a lot of people are giving this game one-star reviews and it's for a quality experience. Like you can't play this game and say it's not a quality experience. Yeah. For quality experience, the rating it's got in the app store is really low yeah. and that's because the reviews are one star saying I can't believe this is 10 bucks yeah. right whereas like people who play these games on handhelds and consoles go in and say this is great it's good value for 10 bucks sure. people who play mobile games say it's not yeah. and no, so sure, sure. you got you got to like you got to as a company like Nintendo you got to appreciate that you got to know the platform we know why they did it, right? They don't want to devalue the Mario brand and right. say you can get a $1 Mario game. Like, that's not in their best interest. But still, you got to play it to the platform in the sure, right way. Sure, So, Pear, I wanted to ask you, are your kids interested in Mario Run? They, they, uh, my daughter liked it for a while, but uh, uh-huh. not that much, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, but they also live in a house where they can play... Sure. Everything. everything and they yeah. the boys are more into Steam and PC games. Than yeah, I gotta check in on my yeah. nephew because I got it for him when I was when yeah. I was visiting for Christmas. See if he's still with it. I <laughs> bought it for my sister too. How does your niece like she's it? a non she's a non gamer. My sister one hundred percent of the way. Like we grew up playing games together, but she definitely doesn't. I think keep up with it as much. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna check in and see if she uh, enjoyed it or not, I, just I, to see where she's gone with that. Yeah, I, I think I mean family sharing definitely stands in the way. I yeah. think of a lot yeah. of siblings playing the game. Yeah, because yep. there's yep. no alternate accounts either. It's mm-hmm. you know, so. All right. Uh, one, one quick thing before yeah, sure. before we move on from Super Mario Run was one of my favorite moments all year, uh, twenty sixteen at IGN was Jose coming over to me to show me Super Mario Run on that giant oh, iPad, oh, the iPad Pro. Yeah, yeah. That was he came over and he's like, "Look at this thing!" and he's holding it like <laughs> finally a phone for my size. <laughs> it was so funny. That was a really good. Yeah. I was trying to get something done with that, but we yeah. ended up not taking off. I feel like we didn't say enough about Pokemon Go, but I feel like the year was so full of talking about Pokemon Go that maybe we I, don't have to spend a ton of time here. I think just real quick, I think that, yeah. that phenomenon is is something that's sort of bandied about in our industry. Like a lot of people use yeah. that term to describe when things are a hit. Uh, this is a legitimate phenomenon well, it, to me. Like when it's going to be remembered. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, people I, that I know that yeah. that have never played a video game or haven't played a video game in twenty years since maybe the last time they played the original and, Pokemon yeah. spent hours and hours wandering the city trying to find. 
and I'm and, okay and, and with hardcore Pokemon yeah. players too. Like to bring those two worlds together yeah. is is a triumph. Well, and and meeting say, people on the street just yeah. randomly playing this game is something I've never do, experienced. Do you think they can bring that back again? Do you think it's a phenomenon that happens once? Because I feel like a lot of people that were. I feel like a lot of people that were on that phenomenon like like that were so into it fell off of it just as quickly and it's one of those things that it's like well i i spent my time with it i caught 103 unique pokemon and i don't yeah. really need to go back I to th- that I so do, then yeah. that means that pokemon go too i don't know that there's an appeal for that to those See, but i do think it depends and i do think that this game has quietly gotten updates that have first of all made it way more stable because when it came out oh, yeah, i was, was logging into my google yeah. account and getting two-step notification freaking text messages more yep. than any time ever but in october thanksgiving and the holidays, there were three different, very specific promotions that they went for, plus new Pokemon, especially in December, mm-hmm. that I feel is just them testing the waters, getting that audience back. Andrew, who has moved on, Andrew Goldfarb, our news editor, who moved on mm-hmm. from this game, said, I'm done. I caught all the ones that could be caught, and that's all I wanted to do. The minute Togepi and those, uh, those Pokemon showed up, right back in it's, again. And I think there are a lot more he's people not alone. like him. No, yeah, I he's mean, not look, alone. No, he's very alone. Look in the App Store rankings. <laughs> that game is right at the top. It is yeah. one of the highest most highly played games I think it's going to have legs like yes the original kind of early adopter audience like the Pokemon hardcore fans have moved on but just like with a game like Candy Crush where like six months later you still find somebody who goes like this is great I haven't heard of this before you will get there with Pokemon so I'm hiding the answer although I think Pear knows it but let's talk about Nintendo Direct let's let's transition Um, so Nintendo Direct in 2015 uh, was a slightly different beast and I want to set the rules here I'm talking about Nintendo Direct I'm not talking about your E3 live show show and you're we haven't even talked about e3 and zelda yet which we'll get to um obviously but how many actually you're not allowed to answer how many nintendo directs happened in 2015 i'm talking about straight directs not franchise specific not okay in 2016 put your hand down (laughs) oh yeah six you think six what do you think 22 that's a lie. No, <laughs> you I don't know right there like you get above i thought pair was doing this no i realistically i would say 12 there were only two. What? Are you kidding? March 3rd, <laughs> 2016. So here's the list of, of directs. And I'm only talking about Nintendo Direct, like classic Nintendo Direct. There were only two. There was March 3rd. And then there was, uh, where'd it go? Uh, I thought September. September 1st, the Nintendo 3DS one. Outside of that, we had a Pokemon Direct, which was really just an announcement for Sun and Moon, but it still counts. It, it's, the franchise specific ones I don't count because they drill down to one franchise and therefore they're not this big, wide sweeping update no, no, like kind of deal. Nintendo brand building um, yeah. bigger events. Yeah. Uh, Japan had more than us. Japan had, uh, obviously the Pokemon D- Direct. They had, uh, well, we had an Animal Crossing Direct, same as them. So those are the two franchise specific ones. But then there was a Cold Sep Revolution Direct for Japan only. Uh, there was a Monster Hunter Direct that? for Monster Hunter Stories yeah. in Japan, which was a huge deal in October. <laughs> and then, um, or, or next Monster Hunter. I'm not even sure what was talked about that thing. And then Metopia, which was this sort of holiday game they put out in Japan that's not out here yet, but it looks wacky, zany, and cool and will probably come out on 3DS next year. Yeah. Guess how many were, in tw- were held in 2015? You don't know the answer to this, so you can jump in. In Six. 2015? In 2015, the year before, how many Nintendo Directs were there? 12? <laughs> 10. <clears throat> Six. I, I don't know, 12. Let's go one a month. <laughs> Four. 
Uh, there were four on. in 2015. Uh, that's not that. Um, so it wasn't as many. It but, wasn't but, a huge okay. drop off. Just wanted to put that out. Uh, there were more franchise specific ones. Like last year, we had several Smash Directs, I believe. Yeah, um, for sure. On top of other stuff. Because every time the DLC oh, train right. came along, you oh, got you another direct those, for yeah. Smash. Yeah. Um, I just wanted you guys to know that. Uh, and it's five if you, sorry, it's five if you count, uh, the Nintendo Direct Micro they had right before E3 where they announced a bunch of smaller games. That's gotcha. true. I just thought it was fun trivia, but also illustrative of this entire, like, this was a weird year in terms of message and in terms of talking oh. out loud because every time they open their mouths, people are like, talk about that X. And they'd yep. be like, we're not talking about an X. We're going to focus on product, whatever. Well, they, I mean, there they really wasn't enough product. I, I, that, I did wish that Nintendo had kind of embraced Pokemon Go more as kind of like a Nintendo event as well and not like made it a completely separate thing because the audience doesn't know. People don't sure. care that Nintendo is not the publisher yeah, of Pokemon right. Go. Right? Japanese-run business cares. And, yeah, <laughs> and so it, it, to me, like I think they could have celebrated um, their these releases a little bit more. And then let's not forget that Nintendo still, you know, I think was struggling in 2016 with finding a voice for directs after the passing of Mr. Iwata who mm-hmm. really kind of embodied and, and was the voice of these events, uh, you know, I think that took a lot of wind out of their sails and in, in trying to do this. Well, and that's why it took so right long to, to lead into March. Yeah. No, that, that is 100% true. Like, it feels like we had not heard from them afterwards in that format for a significant yep. amount of time. I but guess I that's something them. I didn't think about. I mean, we need more. I feel like we need more of that stuff. And the NES Classic was an example of how how willing and ready people are to celebrate Nintendo's yeah. legacy. Yeah. But uh, th- what they did do with the final one was set the table for 2017. And mm-hmm. so far for them, it is that uh, N- Nintendo 3DS doesn't go away. Uh, you've got a Pikmin 3DS game. You've got a Mario sports title. You've got, you mentioned earlier, the Pucci and Yoshi Woolly World combo. Uh, and you've got Ever Oasis. I like that title. <laughs> uh, which is, yeah, that's what we should call it. Uh, and you got yeah. Ever Oasis, which is like this new RPG they're trying out yep. uh, as in terms of an IP. So, but let's hope that that's not it. Because what you just... Think- what you're citing right now to me sounds like the final year of the Wii of the Wii U where it's like Pikmin is not a top tier franchise I I love those games by the way I love the Pikmin games they're good critically they're not great commercially yeah but and and this this lineup right now sounds like the last year of the Wii U where you do get a Paper Mario game but you don't get a Mario game right Right. so let's hope that they're going into E3 and that there is more of a reason for the 3DS to stick around and it hasn't been supplanted by the Switch sure well and I hope one of those things is Metopia because you guys should look it up if you haven't on youtube just check it out it's this weird sort of zany uh me focused rpg but you're pulling in your friends and you're giving Mm. them different classes (laughs) that's really cool it's it's what find me wants to be Mm. but isn't Mm -hmm. if that's the way to describe it like definitely check that out to make it more personal like to make the characters feel more oh yeah yeah Yeah. and there's and there's a big emphasis on just like cinematic and like really cool qualities i think it's zany and weird i love it Mm -hmm. um all right so then uh in 2016 the one thing you did see a lot of was nintendo sort of making more attempts to expand the brand to reconnect with people uh you saw vans cross nintendo which i ended up buying a ton of shoes i think i was the only one though here at this table why are you laughing at me <laughs> I bought did some you, socks. Did you guys did you, uh, oh, okay. wearing I'm wearing my right Donkey now. Kong socks right now. There yeah, I bought go. some socks Ooh. for sure. Their shoes were like kind of all over the place for me, and then by the time I kind of like got off the fence and wanted to buy them, they were sold out everywhere. Yeah. I wanted, so, yeah, I I couldn't get the, the pair. Sto- that's what happens with like uh, the the Vans cross anything run. Yeah, it's usually yeah, yeah. limited yeah. run. Well, what's and really we're funny out. is like oh, it's they, very Nintendo. Yeah, they were they were extremely limited. They were extremely hard to find, and I remember seeing them for very expensive when they first launched. Um, but I went in to buy some new shoes at Vans store, the Vans store here downtown, just the other day, and I saw. 
saw the uh, the yeah, NES high tops, yeah. and it took me a second. I was like, do I want those NES yeah, high tops? Yeah, I, I did the same thing. Jose yeah. has those. I don't yeah, want to yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> I know what happened. Yeah. Um, no, I, I bought a bunch of them. I think I bought like four pairs, and I'm not someone who uh, ends up buying a lot of shoes. The only thing is they don't match with everything, but yeah. I the occasional outfit works for me universal and nintendo uh got a little closer um and announced super nintendo world uh as part of this year's sort of rollout of announcements uh and they even announced that hey this is not just uh universal studios tokyo this is going to be hollywood florida florida like there's Mm -hmm. all their locations i don't Mm -hmm. know them off the top of my head i should have written them down and i clearly did not um but that is an exciting thing there's a nintendo theme park coming um, but you have to wonder what are the repercussions of uh, partnering with Universal? Like, I almost wonder, does that eliminate for them working with a competitor? Like, would Disney not want to do something with Nintendo now? Because, because they're Nintendo Universal, Universal. Universal. Uh, yeah, I don't think anyone's thinking. Like, I also wonder if Universal is going to be the company that picks up their films. Yeah. Because um, people want video game films. Like, that's the thing. Even though they fail every time. That's a, that's an interesting that's an interesting note. Um, yeah, look, I mean, I I expect on the film side, I I've expected for a long time there to be a Netflix animated series yeah. announcement, right? Um, they have that that Troll Hunter show and stuff like I I was expecting something like that mm-hmm. set in the Mushroom Kingdom or based on Zelda or something. We haven't heard anything, mm-hmm. but yeah, this is really interesting whether it's going to go into the Universal camp now, yeah, because they they have forged this you have uh, a stake theme park with that company, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that uh, that that it, bodes coming. well. It's coming. Yeah. Something is coming with films and and TV. Well, sure. not everyone's an enemy, right? Because uh, on the on the flip side, uh, Detective Pikachu is getting a movie that got announced yeah, this year, right. and Legendary Pictures picked that up. Uh-huh. That's this weird oddity because the game's not out yet right but the movie got announced and a lot of people in the office care uh, especially because mm-hmm. pikachu's the mascot yeah. starring or, danny devito <laughs> hopefully hopefully uh, go, go 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 get that change.org <laughs> petition signed get that going um but you had uh, also the brand play of nes classic which we talked about and Miyamoto on stage at Apple yeah, to that announce was a, big one. Awesome a video game. I and, mean, that was huge. I, and Miyamoto on stage and Jimmy, well, not on stage, but in the crowd of Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. 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 Or yeah. even Nintendo on Jimmy yeah. Fallon again, Reggie, just yeah. showing a uh, run and then using the opportunity to talk about Switch. Um, but we haven't talked about E3, which was probably going into it. I've never seen us probably more frustrated and sort of just puzzled what because it was well we got the <laughs> announcement that only Zelda Breath of the Wild right Zelda oh, Breath mean, of the Wild would be the only playable oh, game at the show that game that won our won our game of the show at E3 right right no yeah. one would yeah. could have called that like <laughs> no one could have called that they that. would only yeah well that not only that that would be the only game but that it would still win game of show yeah, yeah. because it was that good I, I was you played at, it you know why yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was I was like frustrated at first and then I was kind of relieved and just kind of like went, okay, well, this is going to be a Zelda show for them. I'm pretty happy about that. Well, and especially when we started hearing things about how they were building their booth to look like Zelda and things like that. This man called Zelda Disneyland. Raise your hand. Yeah. It's fire alarm. It's our fire alarm. Fire. Fire. You got to be kidding me. Uh, 
uh, apparently someone on the Beyond team pulled the fire alarm. That's not Thank true. You very much. That's heresy. It's, it's absolutely true. You're starting inner podcast feuds, and I'm not. <laughs> I'm Jose Otero, and it is too hot in the studio. Uh, but we were talking about uh, Nintendo sort of expanding the brand, and how, how looking at it holistically. Outside of, you know, we, we said Vance Cross Nintendo, Universal and Nintendo, the Super Nintendo World project getting announced, Detective Pikachu getting a movie uh, that's not out yet but announced, NES Classic Edition was a brand play, Miyamoto on the Apple stage was a brand play, Miyamoto at, uh, or, or, Fallon. Sw- or yeah. Sw- yeah, the whole Reggie. Fallon, and Reggie and Miyamoto at Fallon was a brand play. How did those things work out outside of obviously the missteps in uh, the Classic Edition's uh, specific uh, scarcity? I think they were great. They're yeah. great. It's uh, like, uh, I've, I've had to watch, I don't know, 30 iPhone or iOS or Apple press conferences since I started working here. And they're always the same. It's like a British guy comes out and mumbles about how things are changing, but they need to be better and whatever that. This was just like all of a sudden this magical, wondrous toy maker gets on screen and picked up the the mood for everything. They need more like that. I mean, yeah. remember yeah, I remember also Mario and the Olympic Games, right? Oh, In the Olympic I Games, about that. you've got okay, that yeah. little moment too. Um, that yeah. stuff, like Nintendo is it's so Japanese, right? Like yeah. it's so meaningful to people in the games business around the world. And like, they're, they're the ones who brought back gaming after the Atari days. And, yeah. uh, you know, like they have so much worth celebrating. It's awesome that they're kind of, they, they're laying the foundation for big things to come because like, this was just the announcement of the universal studio stuff. Like yeah. the next couple of years, we'll see their brand really come to the forefront off the screen. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, and I agree with I, you. We need more of them. We, we need like, definitely it was, something that the people who are still Nintendo fans who it, it's a smaller audience it feels every year we're super happy about it and you were yeah. going to say yeah. uh, I just I love the idea that they're they're rolling uh, Miyamoto-san out in front of a wider audience like I love that he was at Fallon I love that he was on stage at Apple um, I, I feel like he's to us it's a huge name but to the world at large, they don't, you know, like a lot of people don't know who created, couldn't tell yeah. you who created Mario or Zelda or Donkey Kong, and it's all the same guy. And I think that A, him getting that recognition, and B, him getting public face time, especially after losing uh, Iwata-san, like yep. it's, it's huge for Nintendo. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally with you on that. And it's like you look at, you look at some, some of the most iconic characters of all time, and, and sadly a lot of the people uh, behind are responsible for their creation have passed away. Mm-hmm. And you have someone like Miyamoto, and if he can come out on stage and they're like, that's the creator of Mario and Zelda and Donkey Kong, and he does that thumbs does down, the, thumbs yeah. up thing. It's huge. Yeah. You know, it's so cool. Like, I'll never get to meet Walt Disney, you know, yeah. unless he's frozen somewhere. Um, but <laughs> Miyamoto gets to go on stage at Jimmy Fallon, and you're like, that's the guy that made Mario? Yeah. I, like, made, a, I yeah. made a screen grab of Miyamoto giving Fallon the thumbs it's up. It's so good. I made it my uh, my desktop image. Oh, really? I, yeah, that's I often nice. forget that's about it, and I'll clear. minimize my windows, yeah. and there he is. Like, it's it's impossible really to have a bad day it. when yeah. you have that yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, and you had E3 2016, which we never would have guessed, Zelda Breath of the Wild, not just going in all in on Zelda, and it being the sort of, this is it, we're putting our bets on this one, and it coming out game of show winner and it coming out where everyone had some a different story to tell about their experience mm-hmm. playing it that's what caught my eye and what completely like zelda disneyland aside because that even in itself was a reminder that they can do spectacle in their a cool E3 way booth. Yeah. yeah their e3 yeah, booth that, was absolutely that, was, that said to me like oh you guys are gonna make a theme park yeah. oh it's gonna be awesome because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like I've, i grew up in new jersey i went to six flags great adventure but that's a sad ass theme park hey. like you go to great no come on it's okay no so the rides are, are great the, the rides are great, are but great but the yeah. fanfare is yeah. Yeah, it's, right, it's and then you go to like Disney World, you go to like Splash Mountain or something like that, and you're like, okay, these guys have Time like to turn around, yeah, just wait for the ride. It. There's animatronics yeah. and everything, and like Nintendo had that, uh, they had that big sizzling pop.
pot that Link cooks where all the meat yeah, jumps, yeah. And jumps around. Yeah. You know, they had pressure sensitive pads you could step on that played music and did well, things. Like, I think that, that, you know, we got the word that their booth would be Zelda themed as yeah. well. And I think we all kind of had the same thought that it would be a typical Nintendo booth with like Zelda banners yeah. and things like that. And oh. uh, I was on the show floor uh, two days before the show floor opened and they were carting in these giant boulders and these arcs and you know like all this crazy stuff and and we just so happened to be walking past an open door in the booth and i peeked in and when i saw that they had built a cathedral and they had yeah, trees, time, yeah. it blew me away it was and I, I remember i immediately texted yeah. jose and was like wait until you see yep. this uh-huh. booth dude yep, yep. yeah and, and again awesome. like pair good job on you for calling that because when we first heard breath of the wild will be the only game we all i mean obviously the, the reaction was negative, but the reminder from you was, it's going to be Zelda Disneyland. Watch and wait. And then and it, you're it right. ended up happening. That's because yeah. I wanted it to be. Yeah. I want to live <laughs> in Hyrule. It was, yeah. it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. San Francisco's all foggy. Yeah. Um, all right. So for the last five minutes of our show, we can't end a 2016 discussion, which regardless of we've said this was an off year and not a great year, I think we still found uh, there were some good things to it. But next year, it's all about next year. We're in 2017. The Switch event is next week. The big live stream where Japan is going to walk us through the system, the launch lineup, the price, <laughs> the date. Uh, we're going to go around. We're going to play a little game with us. All right. So you, uh, in this game, you must name the price. You must name the release date. And you must name one thing that you haven't seen that you want from Nintendo Switch. Okay. But... The caveat is, and we've already assigned an, a turn order, uh, you're not allowed to use the same price or date as the person who spoke before you. Mm-hmm. You've got to, I, I just don't want us all sitting here nodding and saying 299. It's mm-hmm. all like, I want us to have a little what? more fun with this. Um, cause we're probably all going to say that. Uh, so Perry, you're going to kick it off. You're going to give a price. You're yep. going to give a release date and you're going to give us one thing you haven't seen yet that you want. It could be a game. It could be a feature, all anything. Right. So I will say, so price, I will say 299. I'm going to, yeah, stake, stake yeah, yeah. my oh, point yeah. in that yeah. one, so you yeah. guys can't use that one anymore. <laughs> can't use twenty nine ninety nine either, because that's the one I want. <laughs> um, and then for launch date, I'm gonna say um, I think Nintendo's gonna launch on a Saturday this time, and that would be March nineteenth. Okay. Oh, right um, because they want everybody to not have to line up uh, on a work day and they don't want you to buy it on a Sunday and then have to think about work and school so the wait, next day. March, so. 19th, March, sure 19th? March 19th is a Sunday. It's a Sunday. Oh, Sunday, you mean Saturday. The 18th. So then I will say March 18th, okay. Saturday. Okay. Sunday is the easy, easy pick because they've done Sunday so many times. March 18th is don't, my day. Don't shoot down someone else's uh, pick. And then the <laughs> thing I want, I'm going to take something. I like I'm pr- playing strategically. I'm going to block Brian from his, which is day one virtual console. All your purchases roll over. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, I love all that. your all your 3ds and Wii U with uh, no virtual fee. console with games no fee. will roll over. Be yours in your library. You didn't say with no fee for just no one ninety nine each. No, yeah. no, no free. free. Okay, we'll roll I love over. that. Okay, yeah. who's so turn? So my turn is next. Uh, and the, sorry if you the way this was decided was we uh, basically drew straws before this. So I uh, will. Say March twenty fourth, it comes out, and now with the price, I've got to go higher or lower than pair. I am going to say lower. Whoa! I'm going to say no way, Jose. Two hundred and forty nine ninety nine. That puts us in a tight uh, spot. Yeah, it, it really yeah. Does. What are we supposed um, to do? That was my pick. Yeah. Um, you can do it too, too, too late. Uh, yeah, and I'm going to say that the one feature, <laughs> the one feature uh, I haven't seen that I want from Nintendo Switch is a better online uh, experience overall. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like with Wii U, 
a friends list that doesn't have interactivity is not it's just a list like it's no there was there was awareness to that your friends were playing but there was no way to really reach out and say hey play this game with me oh, and that's like what my social that's what my social experience on ps4 is i jump yeah. online i see who's playing and i go oh Sean's on. Let me go play a game with him. And then I'll jump on. We jump on a voice chat. And even if we're on separate games, we're having a conversation yep. and I'm having a good time. And that doesn't exist in Nintendo's on Nintendo's platforms. I need that has to that has to change sure. with the next thing. Yeah. That's something people want. Uh, Zach, you are next. I'm up next. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to say March 31st. Friday, wow. March 31st. Wow. Last possible day. That's, That's the right. last possible day of fiscal year. They'll yeah. make it the okay. top seller of I think, March. I think they'll need it. Um, and I'll say price point wise... I'll say three forty nine. I'll go oh. high. Okay. Yeah. Does it have a pack in at that point? At that yeah. price? It must. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> a one thing that I really want to see for Switch uh, right out of the gate, especially, is like some really great first party uh, peripherals. Mm-hmm. Like I'd love to see. Like Sony has a really great set of proprietary headphones yep. that I'd love. Um, I'd given portability and the rumored battery life. Like I'd love to see a battery extension uh, that either like clips onto the back of the Switch and plugs in or something like that. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, all right. Release date March twenty sixth because it's my birthday. And oh, I want what? a Nintendo Switch for my birthday. Really? That's yeah. awesome. Aww. Very cool. Um, and it's a Sunday. And I think that's like a, that's a good time. You wake up on a Sunday morning and go get a new Nintendo console. Uh, I'm going to go with one ninety nine ninety nine for a very bare bones version of that dreaming. thing. Yeah. Uh, it's also a 1080p system with a, the power that's just above a Wii U or somewhere between a Wii U and a PS4. So I don't think it's that much of a stretch by by. This time next year, you'll be able to buy... Oh, no, this time this year. What am I talking about? Yeah, what year is it? In a few months, I think <laughs> you'll be able to buy an Xbox One and a PS4 for under under 200 bucks with bundles and everything like that. So uh, I don't. I think the Switch needs to be competitive. I think there'll be versions of it that scale upward. And lastly, the thing I want... Um, I was playing oh. the classic NES recently and I immediately started up Zelda and I put in my name as Zelda and I played the second quest and I was thinking what if Breath of the Wild had a second quest so you beat that entire game you change your name and all of a sudden all the items are in different places in the world they have different Mm. features the dungeons are in different places and it's harder so I would absolutely love a major 3D Zelda game to have a master quest again I like that and not and not just the uh, what do they call it now they call it heroic mode I think or uh, hero hero mode mode. mode. yeah Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was thinking not just that yeah Yeah, but but it's just uh, the same game, but harder. Like there aren't uh, hard. Guess what? Hearts and rupees don't drop anyway, so yeah. that's not a feature yeah. anymore. Yeah. yeah, I want remix level design. <laughs> I want like you know, like look at the way they did the master quest on Ocarina of Time. If you want to see how a 3D Zelda can handle a second quest, mm-hmm. so yeah, there that it is. Was, that was an elaborate master. I like that quest. one. Yeah. That one yeah. is completely remixed. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I like that'd it. be really cool. Well, here we are. Uh, that was our year in review show of Nintendo Voice Chat. And I'm wondering if I have to go wide or I have to go straight. I'm going to go wide. There you go. Uh, that's TV talk. Uh, thank you for watching Nintendo Voice Chat. Uh, I'm Jose Otero. That's Brian Altano. That's Per Schneider. And this is Zach Ryan. And for all of us here, first of all, thanks for watching. Uh, there's going to be a lot more in 2017. Join us next week because we have a big Switch live stream coming up with a pre-show and a post-show. Uh, you can find every episode of Nintendo Voice Chat on uh, YouTube, right? YouTube.com slash Nintendo Voice Chat. You can see every episode, easily searchable. Find out every crazy thing we've said and every good thing we've said. Um, and thanks Go for joining back, us. Go listen to some of our previous yeah, predictions. Right. Figure yeah. out Look what we got right. to more 2017 right here in the studio and right here uh, at IGN.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.